Prologue The cop at the door looked like he'd eaten something that disagreed with him, and judging by his physique, whatever the item was had been coated in icing and loaded with calories. Ian gripped the doorknob and attempted to look more awake than he felt. Ian McKinney? The cop asked, his voice brusque. Behind him stood six more policemen of similar shape and size, all in various stages of baldness, which begged the question why so many cops looked alike. Yeah? Ian replied, dismissing his wayward thought. We need you to come with us. Your wife has contracted to have you killed. His breath left his lungs, and for a second, Ian wondered if there was any air left on the planet. Wheezing, lightheaded, he stumbled backward, falling down on an armchair. Steph had hired someone to, to kill him. We're short on time, Mr. McKinney, if you could get your shoes. He nodded, barely aware of his next few movements. Flip-flops, t-shirt, police car. And moments later, the sight of his front door receding in the distance. Shuttled away from home, he gazed numbly ahead at yet another shiny cop pate. His thoughts turned over and back again, unable to grasp reality. What had he done that Steph could hate so badly? They'd been married just short of a year, and sure, they'd argued some recently, but all couples did that. Relationships weren't easy all the time, were they? Granted, she hated his job. She'd made that plain, but that was unfair of her because she'd known what he did for a living when they met. Yet within months after their marriage, it became unacceptable. You're around too many women. Part of his job, and it meant nothing. He'd married her, not anyone else. Besides, being faithful was part of his beliefs. No man worth anything cheated. His gaze widened. Her ex had cheated. He should have seen that one. But there again, her own words accused her. I know I have things to work on. His first marriage, her second, and she'd brought along with her a pile of baggage. He hadn't held that against her, but instead had tried to show her things could be different this time. I guess not. The police sedan pulled up to the front of the station, and another officer, the first one with hair, motioned him into the bustling entrance. Please, follow me. Obedient, Ian tagged at his heels, around disarrayed cubicles into a small room at the rear. Take a seat. Can I get you something? Coffee? Soda? The cop asked. Coffee. Black. Ian replied. And stiff. At this point, whatever caffeine he could pump into his system was warranted. The officer disappeared, returning minutes later with a styrofoam cup full of a watery black liquid. Ian took a sip and grimaced. The officer settled himself in a chair. Mr. McKinney, we were notified of your wife's intentions by a parolee. She apparently solicited him for anyone he might know, and he told her he'd make inquiries. He flipped open a file folder on the fold-out table in front of them and ran one fat finger down the page. He notified us instead, and we sent our man in to pretend he was the hire. We have all her words on tape. Dazed, Ian stared outward and yet at nothing at all.
she'd actually done this. I know this is a shock, the cop continued. But right now, they're in the process of arresting her. They wanted her to believe it was done, that you are gone, and get her reaction. Then she'll be told the truth and arrested. After she's given rope to hang herself. Smart. Ian rubbed one hand through his hair. She'll be brought here for processing. Divorce. He would be divorced. And he'd never planned for that. Never thought he'd become one of the statistics. His parents had been married 52 years. His grandparents longer than that. He had good examples to live by with plenty of godly counsel as a foundation and what he thought was love for her. Relax, the cop said. This is going to take some time. 